wanna ride, well buckle up, you never know Spin game, we talking facts, call that a show Finessing is my thing, I had to let them know Patience, you've been waiting Talk about it, what's on your mind? Profit, peace, and progress has to focus on the grind Talk about it, what's on your mind? It's late night Special. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know what time it is. It's late night special, man. It's two in the morning here in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm your host, man, Jonathan Dubaton, aka Finesse. And I got something to say. <laughs> I got something to say, man. Tonight, um, usually when I get on here, man, I just uh, whatever's on my mind, um, I kind of just go in on. Um, it's never really planned. I just whatever I'm feeling. If I feel like I gotta talk about it, I'm gonna get on here and talk about it. And I was trying to pick between two topics because I had two things on my mind. And um, I'm gonna just go with my first instinct, man, because I mean I understand a lot of guys, a lot of fellas, a lot of young guys, you know, a lot of young niggas follow me. Uh, they watch me and they they look up to me. They 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 appreciate my advice. So um, one piece of advice that I do have for you, bro, you got to be able to be a follower. I know that sounds kind of crazy right now because everybody want to be a boss. Everybody wants to be a boss, and they forget the first step of being a boss is actually leading you gotta be able to lead but how you how you gonna be able to lead people if you've never been a follower think about it have you have you been a follower and if you were a follower how did you perform because how do you expect other people to listen to you to obey what you say to follow directions, to be loyal if you never been in that position yourself or you never put your all into being, you know, a worker, a follower. Um, you never, you never, you never went under anybody. And a lot of people miss that aspect. I know when I was when I was out, when I was doing my, when I was, when I was, you know what I'm saying, on my bullshit, bro, before I really came up, um, somebody had to guide me, and I never felt any type of way about it, I never, I never had any type of ego about it, um, I understood, like, I understood the concept. It's a um, chapter, and it's the first chapter, actually. This is a chapter in 48 Laws of Power that speaks about um, never outshine the master. And when I was doing my dirt, um, you know, me and my partner, we got together and we started doing our legal activities and stuff like that. But um, I understood that who was the boss 
in this operation because it couldn't it couldn't have been two bosses because it would have been conflict it would have been head bumping so I had to let him drive the wheel drive the car but I mean internally I know who I was I know that I was a boss inside but I know if I didn't show these these attributes that you know what I'm saying I couldn't translate that up I couldn't translate that to the people that I knew was going to start working for me one day and I understood that you know what I'm saying? Sometimes he would be talking about getting a car, buying a new whip, buying new jewelry. I never, I never try to like go go bigger. If he said he wanted a Corvette, I ain't say that, man, I want a Lambo. I never would try to outshine him. I never try to outdo him because I understood like, you know, let him shine. And it wasn't like I was, I had an angle. It was the fact that to, to keep this union to keep this, 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 this thing that we got going on, he had to be the person to lead. And I was kind of new to like the fraud game, so I didn't mind sitting back and learning. But in my mind, I already knew that I was a boss. I was already a boss amongst other people. I was, I was already a boss amongst other people. But it's gonna be situations just like that. You gonna you might be a big boss, or you might be the leader in whatever organization or crew or whatever you in. You know what I'm saying? You gonna you might be that, but it's gonna be a time where you had to transition over to somewhere else, and you gonna have to play the role of number two or number three or number four. It's gonna come to that. Are you gonna be humble enough to? Take the back seat when it's time. You know, sometimes you're gonna have to you're gonna have to play a role. You're gonna have to step down from being head honcho and play a role of whatever it gotta be. Whatever I'm the type of person that, yeah, I might be this 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 a leader. That's how I, I'm not I'm not a boss. I'm a boss type nigga, but I'm a leader. I get in the field with whoever. I get in the field with my people, bro. And and that's how you got that's the best way to be a leader is to get on the field and show them. Don't just try to lead from the top of the mountain and and just give directions. Actually be able to show people the way, help people, push them, giving them an example of how to do it, what not to do. It might be a situation where if like my homie was a rapper, I don't mind being whatever position I got to play, bro, because I understand this is him. This is his reality. This is his world. I'm just in it. I don't have to play a big boss. I don't have to play the leader all the time. I know how to take the back seat. I don't mind being the fucking carrying luggage. I don't mind being an assistant. I don't mind running errands. I don't give a fuck because this is a team effort. I understand that everybody got to put in. I understand that it takes a, a team effort for us to reach a certain goal. 
So you got to understand, you just can't be a boss, a leader. You got to be a follower too. You got to be able to be number two, take the back seat. When I was, when I was um, managing people, like when I started my operation, uh, it wasn't the easiest thing to do. Um, it wasn't the easiest thing to do, man. Managing people, making sure people um, was on their shit, doing their job. It wasn't easy, man. I had to I had to argue a lot. I had to fire people. I had to fire family members. I had to, but it taught me, you know what I'm saying, a valuable lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, you got to be able to lead properly. You have to be able to be an example as well. Because you can't just you can't just come from the bottom and just work. I mean, just put yourself at the top. You got to understand the process. You got to work your way up the ladder. And if you if you don't work your way up the ladder, you're gonna have conflict when it be, when it when your team is involved. If you don't know how to manage people, man. If you don't know how to if you don't know how to be managed, you won't be able to manage people effectively I've been through it man like running a team effectively especially when it comes to like illegal activities I can only speak from my experience because I never really had I ain't gonna say I didn't have but my main um when I really had uh people working for me is when I was doing illegal shit and I had a lot of people working for me I ain't gonna say like hundreds of people but I had a handful of people that you know, that depended on me. And they depended on me to bring them money, to make them money, or to find them a way. And that's a lot of pressure on somebody. Like, I got to basically feed you. And it will be times where, like, people would, would slack off. People didn't see the vision. People didn't understand what I was trying to reach. And you're going to go through that. You're going to go through that shit because people are people. People don't, people move on their own time. People are not going to be able to see a vision all the time. People are not going to be able to see it. So what you going to do? I want to speak about, uh, I want to speak about Young Thug and the Lucci case. Um... Um, maybe only because people have been requesting it. Um, people want to hear that from me. So I'm going to give it a try. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just, you know, speak my mind on it and just, you know, give my thoughts. Um, for one, you know, the thing with, they got Lucci that's, that's facing these racketeering charges, that's facing this murder charge. I don't really know his case. Um, but I understand what he's probably going through and you know some people let me not say some people I think in Lucci case I think in Lucci case bro he's at the top how can you, you you're this rapper and you have people that look up to you alright you have a you have a, a, a click that you can, you got a name a click YFN you have a, a click that you came up with and people follow that now you got people in the hood that claim it. And they might be doing all type of legal shit up under that name. 
Same thing with Bobby Smurda or whatever. These people, when you when you become a rapper, and you and you become when you become hot and you become uh, an influence, and then you and then the things you're rapping about, and people in your hood is looking up to it. Of course, they're gonna claim it. I'm not saying I don't know what he did. I don't know if he actually committed murder. I don't know what the racketeering. I don't know for real. But I can say that. You got to be able to separate yourself. You got to be able to separate yourself from that street shit. You didn't made it this far in life and you're not able to disconnect yourself from the streets. Yeah, it's it's you want to you want to still be connected in a way, but you don't want to be tied into the bullshit that's going on. The the shit that these niggas is actually doing, the murders, the robberies, the drug dealing, all that shit. You didn't made it. You ain't got nothing else to prove. You don't want to. What you want to be the hood hero to go back to the hood to to show these niggas? Yeah, I'm still I'm still the boss. Like in in Thug's case, um, of course they had some beef going on, and and Thug like Thug is this real Thug is a real gangster in life. He's a real gangster. Besides this rapping shit, he's a real gangster. He really lived this shit before he got to rapping. Like he was really in the streets for real, and. With Thug, bro, I feel like, man, like, you, you didn't made it this far, bro. But you you still want to have this, this image in the hood. Like, at what point do you, at what point do you, you, you stop fucking around? At what point do you cut that shit off? At what point do you, do you stop calling shots? You didn't, you didn't made M's, your family good, your friends straight. Motherfuckers want to have, they want to play both roles. I still want to be, I still want to be this nigga in the streets. I still want to be known as this gangster ass nigga, and then I still want to be known in the fucking industry as this. You got to pick and choose. You can't, you can't have one and the other. You can't because, let me give you a perfect example. Like Future is like the the, the smartest nigga when it came to that. If you're from Atlanta, you you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Future, they already had some shit going on in Kurtwood. They already had Black Migo Gang. They already had other shit they they claim. He already understood like shit, but if I go on this rapping shit claiming this this Black Migo Gang and, and some shit really was to go down, I'm rapping about this shit. They gonna look at me like, hey, honcho, bro. I'm, I'm the nigga with all the money, so if it's drugs... Being being sold and if, if drugs is, is being operated, where they getting the funds from? The nigga with the most money, the nigga that's rapping about it, the nigga that's claiming it in all his songs. They gonna snatch you up. So what do you do? He 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 started Free Band Gang, which is a whole nother entity from the street shit. So you might claim Free Band Gang, but you ain't really committing crimes on that shit. You ain't, ain't nobody really niggas claiming that shit on some rap shit. With YSL. YSL is still, that's a street gang for real. Niggas is in the streets really claiming YSL and still on some gang type shit with YSL. Same thing with YFN. Same shit. Bobby Smurda in New York, I don't really know his case, but from the outside looking in, these niggas is part of a, a crip crew. These niggas is part of some crip shit, and these niggas is talking about on songs, I done caught a body. These niggas still hanging with these same crip niggas. 
What you think, man? What you think gonna happen? What you think gonna happen, bro? If <laughs> if they investigating and they looking at this crew and you rapping about it, you talking about these bodies, you naming people. What you think gonna happen, bro? You gotta be able to separate the two. That's called like mismanaging your life and your squad. Mismanaging. At what point do you separate yourself from the bullshit? It's cool. It's cool till the nigga get locked up. It's cool till a nigga really facing Rico charges. And they talking about 20s and 15s and shit like that. And you didn't made it. Now you, you didn't made it all the way to the top of the motherfucking mountain. And now. Now you're at the bottom. Now that shit just got snatched away from you. Now you sit in the cell thinking about what you should have did, what you could have did. I feel like everybody, every man, every young nigga out here should take that as an example. That street shit don't last too long, bro. That street shit don't, don't last too long. The whole point of rapping or getting money is to get the fuck out the hood. That's the whole point of doing this shit, bro. Of course, you want to go back to the hood and save your people, man, but you got to get out that street shit. You got to pick which one you want. You still want to be this motherfucking nigga in the streets calling shots, supplying drugs, whatever the fuck it might be. Do you still want to be that nigga or do you want to motherfucking live the life that you've been, you've been asking for? And I mean, I'm not the like, listen, I'm, I didn't make this shit up. You can look at this shit. Motherfuckers getting locked up on some bullshit. Niggas getting locked up on some bullshit, bro. And you gotta be you gotta be able to make a decision when them, when that time come. Like with me, I know when when I was when I was still on the come up. When I was still on my come up. I know it was eyes on me in the hood. I, I got a whole different situation. I, I wasn't part of no gang or no shit like that. But when I was on a come up, people looked at me like I was this this nigga with the money and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm always making moves, and motherfuckers was I didn't I didn't I didn't trust motherfuckers in the hood. I was always in the hood making plays. I was just that that nigga in the hood that just was getting money. You know what I'm saying? And I put the whole hood on, but. I understood that I was a target. I understood by being in the hood every day, when you got money, you a target. You you stand out. When when people are thinking about hitting licks, you, your name come across. And either they gotta make a decision like, nah, nah, I fuck with bruh. And if it ain't one of them niggas that fuck with you, if it ain't nobody that could vouch for you, oh, you fool. So I understood that. I already knew someday, one day, somebody was going to try their hand. So it was either I stay in the hood and wait for this shit to happen or get the fuck out the hood. What I do, I got up out of there. 
my first, I think my first $10,000, bro, I was gone. I made $10,000 and I moved out the hood. I had to, I was still connected to the hood, but I separated myself from, from the bullshit. I can go back to the hood anytime I wanted to when I needed to. But actually living there every day when people got to see me every day, when people got to see my car all the time, when you out of sight, you out of mind. So when people don't see you, they don't think about you for real. They might see me on the internet, but they ain't going to see me in person where they could actually try their hand. So I understood that. When I first got my first $10,000, I moved out the hood. Somebody was going to try their hand. And I had to, I had to move. I had to make a move before they made their move. They went on no scary shit. This is chess. I had to. I'm playing the game. Am I playing the win? Am I playing the win, or I'm trying to play be tough? I ain't trying to be tough in this motherfucker. I'm trying to outlast niggas. Some niggas get some money and still go back to the hood and feel like you just you just above the hood. Like these niggas, like you untouchable. You done seen this shit over and over again. Rappers getting killed in the hood. In their own hood at that. That lets you know right there, bro. Like the whole, the whole point, the whole mission of getting some money and coming up was to get out the hood, to get out the situation. Some people in the hood, bro, they stuck. Some people can't think outside their hood. Some people can't think outside gangs and bullshit and violence. Drugs. People can't think outside of that. But it's always a nigga like me that try to go back and save some people. You can't save everybody. Everybody's not meant to go with you, bro. You got to leave some people behind. You got to leave some people in the... It's it's sad to say, but it's true. You You can't put everybody on your back and try to tote everybody across the finish line. Just imagine how much energy and resources that's going to take. You ain't really rich for real. You ain't really made it yet. You just made it enough to get up out of the situation. Now, if you if you really, really make it and really get rich, then you can go back and save these people. But until then, it ain't the time. You didn't seen this shit happen over and over again, man. You just got to be smart now. We got to be smarter. Got to be smarter. I mean, I just want people to get that concept. I just want young niggas to get that, man. Um, Because I don't know where you at. I don't know what city you in, but it's going to be a time where shit, or if it ain't already happened, where you're going to start getting some money. Or you're going to be looked at like that guy. You got to put yourself amongst people that are like-minded, that are like you. So you don't have to stand out. So you don't got to just be a sore thumb. You got to get around people that just like you so you can evolve and elevate. Because if you still stuck in the hood, you're going to bring your vibrations down. You're going to bring your potential down. How can you reach heights? (laughs) How can you reach heights when everything around you, bro, is, is... it's beneath you. You didn't outgrew all this shit and you still around it. No, you outgrow to go to, to get around people that is at your level now. 
And then when you outgrow that, you you get around more people that are at your level. I just want people to think. I just want people to start thinking. I want I want you to do better for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you if you listen to my words and you and you fuck with me, just I mean, you don't have to take all the advice that I give because I mean I'm not a hundred percent right. I'm not the motherfucking uh I'm not perfect. I don't know everything, but I can only talk about what I'd have been through and the experiences that I've been through in life. So take heed to it. Pay attention. Adjust. Make calculated moves. Take calculated risks. I know I said a lot. I kind of jumped around. I talked about being a follower, being a leader, thug in them situation, moving out the hood. It all kind of correlates, man, because with, with young thug in them, you got to be able to lead. And you got to be able to lead your people in the right way. You got to. Because anything that they do is going to fall on you. Same thing with business. Same thing with gangs. If you at the top, you got to be able to lead your people. You got to be able to lead because anything that somebody do on that that in that chain is gonna fall back on you. It's gonna it's gonna fuck up the business. It's gonna it's gonna mess up the operation. So, man, hopefully, man, you got a piece out of that, man. Hopefully, man. I mean, my words touch somebody, bro. Hopefully, man. So, until we meet again, man, late night special, man. Shout out to Fantasy Candles. Real dope, man. These are like, um, they smell really good. They came, they look like some donuts on top. <laughs> really dope, man. People walk in my crib, they they love it. And it smells awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm going to put the link in my description, man. Make sure you like, subscribe. Man, go ahead and buy some merch, man. Um, fuck with me. Fuck with me.